It's great to be back on Search the Scriptures today. It's always wonderful to be able to tune in with all of our listeners, to be able to open up God's Word together and study therefrom. We sure hope that you are learning the Bible better as you listen each day on Search the Scriptures. We really are trying to get into the the depth of the scriptures, get into detail and understand them more fully. And we pray, and we really do take this seriously, we pray that we are helping you understand better. We want to give God the glory as we study through his word, and we believe that fundamental to doing that on this particular program is to try to teach his word accurately and effectively. And we sure do hope that you are learning better as you study with us each day. We uh, care about you. We really do. We say that, but we are praying for you that you're growing in your knowledge, becoming more comfortable with the teachings of God's word, and thereby getting to a point where you are better able to make your decision as to what you're going to do about his will communicated for you in his word. We hope you are getting close to making that decision. It's always great to be here to study along with Dennis Stackhouse. Thank you, Gary, and you're certainly right. It's great to be on the program. Uh, Wonderful to have an opportunity like this where we can share the gospel message with potentially so many people over this medium of radio. Uh, What a blessing it is that we have this ability, and we certainly thank God for it. And... Beyond that, we can be thankful to God that we have an Internet site available where this particular information can actually be disseminated around the world. You know, we we use that term and we think the world's a big place. Well, yes, it is, but literally this information goes around the world, and we know that because, again, as you've mentioned, we get email We get mail, we get phone calls from people in some of these remote parts of the world who are hearing the program, who want a Bible study, who want further information. So we know that it's going to that extent. And that email address is www.churchofchrist.com, all one word, Mm www.churchofchrist.com. Now, as you as you mentioned, uh, the the radio programs are there, mm-hmm. and they are stacked there for weeks and weeks back. Yes. So if you happen to miss a program one day, you can go to the website and you mm-hmm. can dial it up there, and you can listen uh, to the program you missed, or you can go back and listen to one that you might have wanted to hear more fully or listen to again. That's right. And uh, another thing our listeners can do in that regard, Gary, if they're interested, they can contact us and receive a CD of any of our programs. You know, they just request the one that they would like, the date that it was on the air, and we'd be glad to send that to them and no charge. We even pay the postage, don't we? We certainly do. Now, that is very different from what our listeners hear on most every other radio program Mm -hmm. that is religious in bent. Uh, Most of the time, you have to send them something. Certainly do. Now, they might say it's free, but they say, they preface it by saying, if you'll send us a donation or a love (laughs) offering or something, then we'll send you a free. Yes. That doesn't sound free to us. It doesn't seem like it. You don't have to send us anything. We don't want you to send us anything. Just make the request. We'll send it to you. Yes. And that that offer is, is 
standing all the time. It is. Dennis, we're going to continue on with this study about being just a Christian. Right. Now, as we've emphasized, this is a really different message for a lot of people because they probably haven't heard much about being just a Christian. Certainly not from the frame of reference that we really emphasized in our last program. What do we call ourselves? Why would we call ourselves anything but a Christian? Why would we use the denominational name primarily to identify ourselves as supposedly a follower of Christ? Why not just use the scriptural term Christian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the common sense approach. It's the scriptural approach. It's what God expects us to do. There's no reason to do otherwise. In this particular study, we have been emphasizing that this concept, that you can be just a Christian, nothing more, nothing less, just a Christian, is a message of pure Christianity. Mm -hmm. It is, as you said, scriptural. I believe you mentioned a moment ago. Yes, what we find in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. It is also a message of simplicity. It is. Just the simple, straightforward identity, Mm -hmm. Christian. Right. Now, it is also a message of direction. Yes, it is. I'm not sure a lot of people would stop and and pick that up, Mm -hmm. but it is a message of direction, isn't it? It really is. Now, a direction, again, that is focused on following Christ his way. Right. Let's turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3 and read verses 15 through 17. And that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So the scriptures then guide us to salvation, verse 15. Yes. And they also are profitable for our doctrine. Now, that is a term a lot of people don't like. Mm -hmm. It simply means teaching. That's right. So they're profitable for our teaching. Mm-hmm. also for reproof, for correction. Mm-hmm. Again, not a lot of people may not feel, they might look at those as somewhat negative terms, mm-hmm. concepts, but we need to be reproved and corrected at times when we're making mistakes. We certainly do, because if we don't turn from the path that's wrong, the consequences are eternal, as we've mentioned many times on the program. Sure, and we can relate to that in our physical lives, If you're going in the wrong direction Mm -hmm. and you're trying to get to point X out there somewhere Mm -hmm. and you're moving in the wrong direction, you're never going to get there. That's right. You can circle the globe and you still won't get there. (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) And so we need to be corrected at times. Oh, yes, we do. And scriptures have been given to us for correction. Mm -hmm. But they've also, in a broader sense, been given to us that the man of God, the faithful follower of God, may be complete. Yes. Thoroughly equipped or completely furnished for every good work. Yes, that's correct. Now, when it says every good work, Dennis, that, that doesn't leave out any good works, does it? No, there are none left out. It's every good work. The scriptures so equip us. Mm-hmm. 
Now, when you go back to verse 16, the first part of that verse, it tells us that we can have confidence in those scriptures because they are truly, in a very literal sense, God's very word. Yes, they really are, Gary. Uh, I know most of our listeners won't really find this enlightening, but in the original Greek in which the New Testament was written, uh, this particular word is actually two parts. It's theopanoustos in the Greek. Uh, The word theos is for God. The word panuma is for spirit or breath or wind, translated in any of those ways correctly. So we're literally speaking about God's word being breathed over the lips of God himself. The sense being that they are, and that's really a good way to put it, over the, the lips of God, if you can conceive of God with lips. But certainly we can relate to that. They're his words. That's right. Mm-hmm. As though here they're coming from his very mouth, his right. very words. Yes. So the scriptures are very powerful mm-hmm. in, in that way, and they are very instructive. Yes, they are. Now, through New Testament Christianity, simple New Testament Christianity, we can find the way pointed to salvation then. We certainly can. And in fact, that's the only way we're going to find it, is yes. through the New Testament. Yes. And it's, it's not only the way to salvation in becoming a Christian, but also the way to salvation in living a Christian life faithfully. Exactly. We need instruction, and as you said earlier, at times we need correction. All of that can be found in God's Word for us. Some people might not think that it's all that important, Mm -hmm. that it's a matter of private interpretation, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Now, we've looked at that many times, haven't we, that Peter says it's absolutely not a matter of private interpretation. No, no, it's certainly not. Again, uh, Peter pointed out in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 20 and 21, that men were guided by the Holy Spirit. They wrote down God's word as he wanted it. And certainly, if God took the time, if he went to the effort to have his, re- his word recorded, we need to respect that. Certainly and we do. need to understand This is God's word. It's not my place to tamper with. In fact, Peter said specifically, no prophecy of Scripture is a matter of private interpretation. He did for a fact. I think we need to respect what Peter wrote there since he was writing God's word. Absolutely. And so when someone says, well, it's a matter of the way you interpret it and the way we interpret it differently. Well, let me tell you, we can't both be wrong or rather we can't both be right. At yep. least one of us is wrong. Now, we, mm-hmm. both, we, we both may be wrong, but if we're believing and teaching contradictory doctrine, one of us has got to be wrong. We can't both be right. That's correct. Because, again, God's word, God's very word, as though it were coming across his lips, tells us that Scripture, no prophecy of Scripture, is a matter of private interpretation. It's not open to our private interpretation. It's not. Not a matter of what we want, what sounds good to us, what makes us feel good. Mm -hmm. 
It's what God's word says that matters. It really does. And we, again, we need to respect that. We need to respect it. And in respecting it, that demonstrates in our lives our submission to God's will. Oh, yes, certainly does. And also our desire to honor him Mm -hmm. by accepting his word as authoritative in our lives. And I wonder, Gary, if, if sometimes a lot of this has to do with our ability to humble ourselves. It seems to me that it does. And in several passages we could look at in the New Testament, either Jesus himself or one of his inspired writers tells us that the one who humbles himself will be exalted and the one who exalts himself is going to be humbled. We need to be humble enough to, as you said, accept God's word and live according to it and put ourselves on the back burner. Amen. Amen. Let's look at an example of the application of this very principle in Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 9. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another. But there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. Let him be accursed. What is the problem there? The reason for their standing accursed if they did not change? They're trying to preach a different gospel. And Paul says in verse 7, it's really a different gospel is not the gospel. That's right. Whenever the gospel is changed, it ceases to be the gospel. It becomes a perversion. And that word perversion means twisted, doesn't it? It certainly does. Changed. Mm Mm-hmm altered Mm -hmm. it's no longer the gospel that's right now it's not a version of the gospel it's just not the gospel anymore yes that's right and paul's warning here is very clear it's very concise it's very much to the point and he actually as far as if i understand it correctly identifies three groups You know, if any of these three groups come to you with some kind of perverted gospel, Paul says, the outcome for that individual is not good. They're to be accursed, and literally that word means cut off. And I think we should understand that as cut off from God. And boiled down a little more, perhaps condemned. Absolutely, yes. Condemned. Absolutely. For changing the gospel, for changing doctrine. Yes. For not keeping with what God's word says. Yes. That's how serious a matter this is. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, these Galatian Christians then, they, they were, and I know they were led astray by some false teacher or teachers, but that did not excuse them from following that false teaching. No, it doesn't. And it doesn't excuse people today. 
No, not at all. We can't point our finger and say, ah, oh, it's his fault or her fault or their fault. They taught me wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, they might have taught you wrong, and that's going to be on their head. But you still have God's word, and you are personally, individually responsible for following God's word. Mm-hmm. The Galatians had been taught God's word. That's right. When these false teachers came in and taught them a perverted gospel, something other than the true gospel, now certainly they stood to be charged as well, but the Galatians, they were also to be charged. That's right. They had left the simple gospel message that had been presented to them and that they had obeyed previously. Mm -hmm. They did. And so they were responsible. Yes. They'd become misdirected. Mm -hmm. They were off track from what they had been taught. They were. And that's not okay. No, no. Paul makes that very clear. Yeah. And someone might say, well, okay, but that was 2,000 years ago. Now, surely you understand that the gospel must be more contemporary now than it was then. Uh, no more scripture has been written. No, it hasn't. I don't believe we are to contemporize the scripture today no. to fit our desires. No. No. And uh, I think the Hebrews writer probably put it pretty concisely in this regard as well, Gary. And I believe it's chapter 13 of that particular letter. He mentions the fact that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So his word has been given to us. Mm-hmm. And as we have seen in, in previous passages of Scripture, once for all, right? Once for all. In Absolutely. Fact, Jude says exactly that, doesn't he? Yes, Jude 3. Jude says, chapter 1, verse 3. Mm-hmm. It has been once for all delivered. And Jude actually puts that, let's, let's uh, read it. Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith mm-hmm. which was once for all delivered to the saints. Very clear again. Once for all. Mm-hmm. And that, that blends very well with what we read back in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. It does. And the fact that Jude used that phrase, the faith, I think that's something we need to really understand is important in regard to this study as well, Gary. We're not talking about some kind of faith or some kind of gospel that anyone can make up anytime they choose. The faith that body of teachings that God delivered through his inspired writers was given once for all. And that is the faith that we are to contend earnestly for. That's correct. We're not talking about just somebody's faith. We're talking about, as you said, that body of teaching Mm -hmm. that we call the gospel. Exactly. It's that standard that God has given us. Mm -hmm. It is the faith. In Philippians 1 and verse 27, Paul says, only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ, Mm -hmm. so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of your affairs that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for 
the faith of the gospel. There you go. Not just faith in the gospel, Mm -hmm. but the faith of the gospel. Right. The gospel being that faith. Yes. And again, I think we can go back and say that's why Paul took the pains that he did in Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 9, to point out how serious it is if someone tries to pervert the faith of the gospel. Yes. We cannot tamper with it. No. We cannot change it. We cannot mess with it. It is God's simple truth Mm -hmm. conveyed to us in his word, the Bible, Scripture. Mm -hmm. We need to simply accept it as it is. So as we're, we're pointing out now, this message, you can be just a Christian, this revolutionary message that the world needs to understand You can be just a Christian. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a denominational member. You can be just a Christian. Mm -hmm. It's a message of pure Christianity because that is exactly the message the scriptures convey. Yes. It is a message of simplicity. It cuts away a lot of the smoke. Yes, it does. And all the cobwebs. Mm -hmm. And it is a message of direction in that it directs us in God's will. Yes. Just a Christian. How simple, how profound, how powerful. Mm. We're going to come back and finish this particular study in our next program. We do hope our listeners will uh, come back and join us for that study as we bring this particular focus to a close. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to send you that free Bible study, and you can get into this on your own right from Scripture. We'd love to hear from you today.